Okay, what is this? We have a voice recording, um, which is intended to be a self-documented information message. Uh, the information has to be spoken out in voice. I've learned this while studying uh, the tutorial mythos and the help desk mythos for the past two years-ish. I mean, I, I only really understood that it was help desk mythos very, very recently, but I can see the little pieces of that that I was picking up along the way, walking up to it. It has to be spoken out. It has to be in a conversation that is a call, a call for help. Which one of us initiated the call is unclear. Uh, somehow we've landed in it, though, in one call uh, that is now a verbal interaction. Um, so the tutorial has to be put in the words like this. So this piece of it now will will proceed to be broken up into, I'm going to play this back while it's being turned into video slices at whatever length that video platform allows. Um, so the video will be a video of me listening to the playback of this as it turns into the video that's being sent as a message. In, the, in this sense, the message is the art, or the art is this message. The first piece of this message is a written text that says the message is too long, so I'm sending this as a indicator or a stand-in for the message itself as it is being continued and completed in a split four-length type of a sense. basically updated for split points and flow. Now, uh, a note for this moment in this beginning part of the tutorial for this message is to understand this. During the written update, uh, it occurred to me that although I have it written down now, it really does need to actually be in this form. It needs to be heard as verbal, uh, self-tutorialed, information package. It can't just, you can't just read the script. I won't let you. You have to listen to this sound in order to get this message. And so in that sense, I'm going to write a follow-up to that first placeholder message that says what I just explained, that it is a voice uh, embodiment of what I'm saying. And in order to get it, there needs to, there has to be a authentication. Someone has to authenticate with at least one character. There must be one character sent back uh, indicating the yes, essentially. The hello is the yes. Saying yes. Uh, transfer us that information. Send over the Send over, send over the damn what this is. Uh, it's it's like it's like an email address that we would have to create by each person building half of it. So the only person who could possibly know that email address is no one singular individual would be able to. It would only require the full authentication knowledge of each person who put in the original particle. That's what an authentication does. It creates a starting binding point, uh, which is sort of like a, a damn 
container that holds your, your stuff, like your inventory chest in Minecraft. It's the thing that your stuff goes into. You need that. To put to have any stuff, you need the thing the stuff goes into, or else the only stuff you can have is what is in your hands so that you can utilize it, like act with the stuff that you're holding. So anyways, that's also a, a way of conveying the information cue dash action system in my OS, in my mind, which is the cause of all of my executive dysfunction and the reason the only tasks or actions I ever do are meticulous and list bound and contain tons of detail, crunchy, interesting detail that can also help us go to sleep if we're actually tired because it turns into something, a long string of instructions, lots of, lots of detailed instructions because there's no other way I can get it to function. I cannot get it to do what it does without just making instructions and doing them. Um, so that's a good point for page one, page number one of this message to stop and start the second file for page two. Okay, what is this? We have a voice recording. Um, which is intended to be a self-documented information message. Uh, the information has to be spoken out in voice. I've learned this while studying uh, the tutorial mythos and the help desk mythos for the past two years-ish. I mean, I, I only really understood that it was help desk mythos very, very recently, but I can see the little pieces of that that I was picking up along the way, walking up to it. It has to be spoken out. It has to be in a conversation that is a call, a call for help. Which one of us initiated the call is unclear. Uh, somehow we've landed in it though, in one call uh, that is now a verbal interaction. Um, so the tutorial has to be put in the words like this. So this piece of it now will will proceed to be broken up into I'm going to play this back while it's being turned into video slices at whatever length that video platform allows. Um, so the video will be a video of me listening to the playback of this as it turns into the video that's being sent as a message. In, the, in this sense, the message is the art or the art is this message. The first piece of this message is a written text that says the message is too long so I'm sending this as a indicator or a stand-in for the message itself as it is being continued and completed in a split four length type of a sense. Basically updated for split points and flow. Now, uh, a note for this moment in this beginning part of the tutorial for this message is to understand this. During the written update, uh, it occurred to me that although I have it written down now, it really does need to actually be in this form. It needs to be heard as verbal, uh, self-tutorialed information package. It can't just, you can't just read the script. I won't let you. You have to listen to this sound in order to get this message. And so... In that sense, I'm gonna write a follow-up to that first placeholder message that says what I just explained, that it is a voice uh, embodiment of what I'm saying, 
and in order to get it, there needs to, there has to be a authentication. Someone has to authenticate with at least one character. There must be one character sent back, uh, indicating the yes, essentially. The hello is the yes. Saying yes, uh, transfer us that information. Send over the touch. Send over, send over the damn what this is. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like an email address that we would have to create by each person building half of it. So the only person who could possibly know that email address is no one singular individual would be able to. It would only require the full authentication knowledge of each person who put in the original particle. That's what an authentication does. It creates a starting binding point, uh, which is sort of like a a damn container that holds your, your stuff, like your inventory chest in Minecraft. It's the thing that your stuff goes into. You need that to put, to have any stuff, you need the thing the stuff goes into, or else the only stuff you can have is what is in your hands so that you can utilize it, like act with the stuff that you're holding. So anyways, that's also a, a way of conveying the information queue dash action system in my OS, in my mind. Which is the cause of all of my executive dysfunction and the reason the only tasks or actions I ever do are meticulous and list bound and contain tons of detail, crunchy, interesting detail that could also help us go to sleep if we're actually tired. Because it turns into... Okay, welcome to page two. In page one, um, we basically set the documentation premise of the message process right here that I'm using uh, to explain written information that carries us up to the point where that message begins as the page one message. Uh, and then have a side note uh, strictly about thinking. Thinking about thinking. Thinking about acting. Acting about thought. And then, once you get down through all of those, you get to the ultimate. Acting about acting. Action about action. The thought part is completely and fully removed when you get to that point. Uh, and not in the way that one might think when we normally say something got removed out of the process. Because in this case, what's actually happening is that thought has been encoded into the action in an automaticity sense. An action which can absolutely 100% convey the whole message with zero words. Action only. Action is the only true form of communication that exists. Word touch is... Um, it's kind of like making a bunch of predictions and putting them all together near each other. Uh, and 
when you send that across, when you send the prediction, like time passes as you're doing that. And so it's kind of impossible to put it across so fast that you could change your course if, if the events happening turned out that your prediction was verified completely incorrect. There's a cascade of re-authentication, essentially. And what, so what the prediction does is distills everything down to that point uh, where you're fucking, you've totally completely distilled it to the maximum uh, usable level, I would say. The maximum distillation where you've not actually lost the ability to use the info, like it, to be able to access it as a right away, right now I've got the information, I don't have to do any long delayed process to get get its meaning. I can just look at it and then use it. It's a usable package. Um, if you when you when you distill that to its technological usage point, you've got actionable information. And act, that's what action basically does when it's when it's right, when it's the right action. Um, it outputs high potency, high degree, actionable information to people as a real communicative sense. Something that is actual, fully, in true reality, puts across that information that needs to be said, that needs to be put, put across. Uh... So we use another word, politics, which is basically what we're actually saying is what I just said. The action authentication um, and zero word communication, especially, uh, to be the type of communication that real unity brings us into or, or constantly flows for us to use. It's constantly in motion. It's kind of going around in the circle that reauthenticates itself each time it goes around. It's like yes and yes instead of yes and no. It's... Okay, welcome to page two. In page one, um, we basically set the documentation premise of the message process right here that I'm using uh, to explain written information that carries us up to the point where that message begins as the page one message. Uh, and then have a side note uh, strictly about thinking thinking about thinking thinking about acting acting about thought and then once you get down through all of those you get to the ultimate acting about acting action about action <laughs> 
the thought part is completely and fully removed when you get to that point. Uh, and not in the way that one might think when we normally say something got removed out of the process. Because in this case, what's actually happening is that thought has been encoded into the action in an automaticity sense. An action which can absolutely 100% convey the whole message with zero words. Action only. Action is the only true form of communication that exists. Word touch is... Um, it's kind of like making a bunch of predictions and putting them all together near each other. Uh, and... When you send that across, when you send the prediction, like, time passes as you're doing that. And so it's kind of impossible to put it across so fast that you could change your course if, if the events happening turned out that your prediction was verified completely incorrect. There's a cascade of re-authentication, essentially. And what, so what the prediction does is distills everything down to that point uh, where you're fucking... You've totally, completely distilled it to the maximum uh, usable level, I would say. The maximum distillation where you've not actually lost the ability to use the info. Like, it, to be able to access it as a right-of-way right now, I've got the information. I don't have to do any long, delayed process to get, get its meaning. I can just look at it and then use it. It's a usable package. Um, if you, when you, when you distill that to its technological usage point, you've got actionable information. And act, that's what action basically does when it's, when it's right, when it's the right action. Um, it outputs high potency, high degree actionable information to people as a real communicative sense, something that is actual, fully, in true reality, puts across that information that needs to be said, that needs to be put, put across. Uh, so we use another word, politics, which is basically what we're actually saying is what I just said, the action authentication um, and zero word communication especially uh, to be the type of communication that real unity brings us into or, or constantly flows for us to use it's constantly in motion it's kind of going around in the circle that reauthenticates itself each time it goes around It's like yes and yes instead of yes and no. It's
Okay, so page one and page two basically went on for five minutes uh, to start us up into what's going to be a punchline, a read of a punchline. The punchline's original intent while being written down was to basically optimize the trade-off of being a written script, a piece of text messaging. Um, so there's 21 steps right here per number that we're rising. So we have to do it three times to get to the fourth whilst starting at the one with the number one on it. That's two of the three. Here it is. So page one and two describe some information for the punchline so that it can thread through all the rest of the information particles that are we can only relate each one of them to each other one checkpoint at a time. We can talk about one input and one output at a time, more or less. But if we identify object types, then we're actually able to, at that moment, talk about a bunch of things that thread simultaneously through varieties of inputs and outputs. Uh, and you have a meta-feedback vertex point established there. Talking about objects accesses the meta-feedback of varieties of inputs and outputs, creating multi-channel threads of information. And so in order to have a punchline, first you also have to have the relatable particles that somehow have the potential for, for collision so they can collide in a way that's useful, that gives us the stuff, the juice. What it is is what it gives us, the juice, the reality. Okay, so juice is what it gives us. 
So the punchline, all it does is invokes, I guess perhaps it would invoke a spoiler alert about the critical thing about the inputs and outputs, the different objects, different particles, and ways in which they are colliding. It gives something away, something like the essential secret to be a punchline. That's all it is. It's two, two halves to just kind of describe the input and the output and time it correctly. Correct timing is what makes it an effective motion. We are go. We are in motion. So to move using only information... Essentially, to do translation, which is something that moves a listener to where the author was. We have to do that effectively. Convey the room that contains all the objects. Convey the objects. And then do some colliding. Okay, so page one and page two basically went on for five minutes uh, to start us up into what's going to be a punchline, a read of a punchline. The punchline's original intent while being written down was to basically optimize the trade-off of being a written script, a piece of text messaging. Um, so there's 21 steps right here per number that we're rising. So we have to do it three times to get to the fourth whilst starting at the one with the number one on it. That's two of the three. Here it is. So page one and two describe some information for the punchline so that it can thread through all the rest of the information particles that are we can only relate each one of them to each other one checkpoint at a time. We can talk about one input and one output at a time, more or less. But if we identify object types, then we're actually able to 
at that moment talk about a bunch of things that thread simultaneously through varieties of inputs and outputs uh, and you have a meta feedback vertex point established there. Talking about objects accesses the meta feedback of varieties of inputs and outputs creating multi-channel threads of information. And so in order to have a punchline, first you also have to have the relatable particles that somehow have the potential for, for collision so they can collide in a way that's useful. It gives us the stuff, the juice. What it is is what it gives us, the juice, the reality. Okay. So juice is what it gives us. And So the punchline, all it does is invokes, I guess perhaps it would invoke a spoiler alert about the critical thing about the inputs and outputs, the different objects, different particles, and ways in which they are colliding. It gives something away, something like the essential secret to be a punchline that's all it is it's two two halves to just kind of describe the input and the output and time it correctly correct timing is what makes it an effective motion we are go we are in motion so to move using only information essentially to do translation which is something that moves a listener to where the author was. We have to do that effectively. Convey the room that contains all the objects. Convey the objects and then do some colliding. just going to read what I had written down uh, which we described in the previous pages 1, 2, and 3 this is what is written oh I've got it on screen here actually because I'm at the PC now duh let's read what's written in this goddamn message <clears throat> hi I have been trying to get this into words at all, and it's a fucking challenge. Parenthetic. The fact that... You cast some kind of spell. You have cast some kind of spell. Please note this at the beginning, before we go any further in the idea that I want to share about.
My objective about conveying this is to make it into a punchline whose compromises and limits by language itself or texting are at least fairly optimal, an optimal trade-off. This has to be said with language, uh, but that's just a stepping stone, just a walkway up to something that's more true, that's more actioned than what language symbolically itself offers us. Okay. Okay. So then here's the attempted punchline. This is cursing. Like, oh, fuck! There's a predator alarm. There is an alarm telling you about the predator. The alarm is first, followed by what the... Bringing us to WTF. So usually something that loud in the feeling sense is really only useful to evade threats. But... The fact is that emergent complexity does not mean only danger. The adventurer is looking for truth and therefore harvests experience in order to act that out. The truth quest means that the actions used to act out the belief must be based on feedback, specifically metafeedback, the feelings obtained from learning others from knowing them, from joining as a superorganism that is actually unified together. So how is this done? End of text formatted breakpoint one into message number two because the message was too long. Superorganism uniting, how done? By all being themselves and showing it to each other with care and crucially full sincerity. The sincerity thing is what sets off that alarm. That particular fuck in front of this particular what the. So part two here. Every punchline is made of two halves, which is how koans run in the humor sense. Their information is usually very funny, but it's a timing thing more than anything else. For part two, recall above where I opened by saying you have cast a spell. The spell you have cast was done by pausing the talk conversation and writing in the channel thread, combined with the blank space after this relative moment. And I mean being offline, being unreachable. Think of this as the Zen paradox object, the meaning of that object itself, the place that is a pause. The place is the object, a room to inhabit creatively. The effect is emergently complex. It grows and grows. Uh, it snows to a, a level that's astonishing and, and deep impacting. This action of your spell was unbelievably adorable and its real impact is like a high potency creeper. The effect is growing and continues to increase when you think it's already plateaued. Like a boom zoom, floating in flight, the part that fucks us up, the psychedelic burst in powerful trips. I literally can only imagine the ideas of the authentication available. The ways the word touch reaffirms as verbal sound and also silent. With authentication, when you can do it at the zero word action, then contact is the message. And in that sense, that is tripping on human. The game called now being alive.
So because the message is too long, this message is to act as a presence particle, which implies the actual message being updated for length, split points, flow, or as applicable formatting into voice from text. At the end of splitting text, it comes to this. The only acceptable art medium in which I can embody my concepts is verbal sound. So the page one at the beginning of this message gives away that essential secret. I'm just saying it again now uh, because it's the secret. It's the thing you're supposed to notice. I want to send you this message in front of a prompt which asks for one single character or emoji response. You're free to write more than that. Uh, you're theoretically free to write less than that, but uh, that means it's some kind of a response that contains no characters or emojis, but I still receive as 100% certain response, a signal, one blink of a flashlight back when you play this type of game. This is how you play it, signaling. Because I am very interested in seeing information coming forth without hurry, at its own perfect pace. My religion is chill. I cannot do hurrying. So in the zero hurry way sometime, please send a character or emoji or response to me anywhere, whether the thread's currently open or as yet to be opened, but I am copying this to specific applicable threads to open one final decision layer of this authentication. Request, which is the sexy thing. The sexiest interaction that can happen. Game of yes and yesing. Alright, now we're just going to read what I had written down, uh, which we described in the previous pages 1, 2, and 3. This is what is written. Oh, I've got it on screen here, actually, because I'm at the PC now. Duh. Let's read what's written in this goddamn message. <clears throat> Hi. I have been trying to get this into words at all, and it's a fucking challenge. Parenthetic. The fact that you cast some kind of spell. You have cast some kind of spell. Please note this at the beginning before we go any further in the idea that I want to share about. My objective about conveying this is to make it into a punchline whose compromises and limits by language itself or texting are at least fairly optimal, an optimal trade-off. This has to be said with language, uh, but that's just a stepping stone, just a walkway up to something that's more true, that's more actioned than what language symbolically itself offers us. Okay. Okay. 
So then here's the attempted punchline. This is cursing. Like, oh, fuck! There's a predator alarm. There's an alarm telling you about the predator. The alarm is first, followed by what the... Bringing us to WTF. So usually something that loud in the feeling sense is really only useful to evade threats. But the fact is that emergent complexity does not mean only danger. The adventurer is looking for truth and therefore harvests experience in order to act that out. The truth quest means that the actions used to act out the belief must be based on feedback, specifically metafeedback, the feelings obtained from learning others, from knowing them, from joining as a superorganism that is actually unified together. So how is this done? End of text formatted breakpoint one into message number two because the message was too long. Superorganism uniting, how done? By all being themselves and showing it to each other with care and crucially full sincerity. The sincerity thing is what sets off that alarm. That particular fuck in front of this particular what the. So part two here. Every punchline is made of two halves, which is how koans run in the humor sense. Their information is usually very funny, but it's a timing thing more than anything else. For part two, recall above where I opened by saying you have cast a spell. The spell you have cast was done by pausing the talk conversation and writing in the channel thread. Combined with the blank space after this relative moment, and I mean being offline. Being unreachable. Think of this as the Zen paradox object. The meaning of that object itself. The place that is a pause. The place is the object, a room to inhabit creatively. The effect is emergently complex. It grows and grows. Uh, it snows to a, a level that's astonishing and, and deep impacting. This action of your spell was unbelievably adorable, and its real impact is like a high-potency creeper. The effect is growing and continues to increase when you think it's already plateaued. Like a boom zoom, floating in flight, the part that fucks us up. The psychedelic burst in powerful trips. I literally can only imagine the ideas of the authentication available. 
The ways the word touch reaffirms as verbal sound and also silent. With authentication, when you can do it at the zero word action, then contact is the message. And in that sense, that is tripping on human. The game called now being alive. So because the message is too long, this message is to act as a presence particle, which implies the actual message being updated for length, split points, flow, or as applicable formatting into voice from text. At the end of splitting text, it comes to this. The only acceptable art medium in which I can embody my concepts is verbal sound. So, the page one at the beginning of this message gives away that essential secret. I'm just saying it again now uh, because it's the secret. It's the thing you're supposed to notice. I want to send you this message in front of a prompt which asks for one single character or emoji response. You're free to write more than that. Uh, you're theoretically free to write less than that, but uh, that means some kind of a response that contains no characters or emojis, but I still receive as 100% certain response, a signal one blink of a flashlight back when you play this type of game. This is how you play it, signaling. Because I am very interested in seeing information coming forth without hurry, at its own perfect pace, my religion is chill. I cannot do hurrying. So in the zero hurry way sometime, please send a character or emoji or response to me anywhere, whether the thread's currently open or as yet to be opened, but I am copying this to specific applicable threads to open one final decision layer of this authentication request, which is the sexy thing. The sexiest interaction that can happen. Game of yes and guessing. Hey.